0: Uh, And because I believe the coming of the Lord draws nigh. I do believe that. I believe the coming of the Lord is upon us. Uh, Listen, all this stuff that's happening, it's a a prelude to what the world's going to face one day. It really is. It's a prelude to it. Um, I don't know how far it'll go as far as we're concerned. I, I do know. Listen, we think, we think a lot of people think we're not going to be here when all this bad stuff happens in the world uh, you know mark of the beast all this stuff i want to tell you something we're almost there now you're getting trained for that right now how many uses a debit card all the time <laughs> i do it's 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 simple it's easy and uh you know but, you know, what I'm saying is we're, we're trained for these things. And, but, you know, the thing is, regardless, Jesus said these things are going to happen in the world. He told the disciples that. Remember, after he, after he resurrected from the dead, he went and told them. He said these things are going to happen. These things are going to happen. And, but the end's not yet. So we, we just need to keep our faith in the Lord, keep our trust and confidence in God. I believe God is with us. There's a shield about us. And besides that, we can't leave here till God's ready for us to come home. Amen. I, I've, I've, I've given that story, you know, the expiration date. I, I said, only God has the expiration date. Only God has it. I, I don't want nobody coming up here and telling me, Brother Clarence, I think God's going to take you out of here and this this time. Uh, just get out of here, you know. <laughs> God has the expiration date. Amen. Only God has it. And if it's time, you know what? There's nobody that can stop it. <laughs> because it's time. Amen. But thank God. I want you to share. Uh, turn with me over in uh, Hebrews, the 11th chapter. If you have your Bibles, we're going to have it up here for you also. <laughs> Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 3. It said, God, who at sundry times and in divers' manners spoke in times past... Under the fathers by the prophets, and he hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made uh, the worlds. Who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And I'll tell you what, he upholding, I, I've kind of got that underlined and highlighted in my Bible, upholding all things by the word of his power. The word of God is above any word any politician has, any government has, any individual has. God's word is above it all. And he upholds all things by the word of his power. Praise God. Thank God for that. And the Bible said Colossians 1.17, And He is before all things, and by Him all things consist. He's before it, and by Him everything you have consists because of Jesus. So we have it. Now, there's no point in us trying to avoid battles. There, there's no point in us trying to avoid uh, crisis in our life. Because uh, they're they're inevitable. You're going to have trials. How many many knows trials is part of everybody's life? Somebody said, well, I don't want no more trials. Well, but what I'm going to show you here today is something that will encourage you. When you're going through something, God hasn't left you in a lurch. And God's not left you alone. He's there with you in the midst of it all. And God's promised us absolute victory. In every situation that we face, God is not going to. Listen, whatever you're facing, you have victory through Jesus. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. And our job is to fight the good fight of faith. Isn't that what Paul told Timothy? Fight the good fight of faith. So, fight the good fight of faith means that our faith has adversaries, the adversary is the devil. And he attacks us with all kinds of imaginations, with all kinds of fears, with all kinds of lies that he would try to bring against you as a child of God, against us as believers in the Lord. But God's promised us absolute victory, and we're to fight the good fight of faith. How many has got your boxing gloves on this morning? <laughs> Amen. But we're, we're to do it. And uh, remain steadfast while we're doing it. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be up one day and down the next. Don't praise God when everything's looking good, and then say, "Oh dear Lord, what are we going to do now when things don't look so good in the natural?" Because we got to look in the supernatural. See, God upholds all things. Everybody say He upholds all things by the word of His power. Upholds everything in our life, and we we got to refuse to be moved from what God said in the Bible. I refuse for the devil to move me off my spot. Hallelujah! You know we have we we can stand our ground, stand fast, stand fast, be immovable, stand fast, because that's what God's called us to do, and we we can rise in the authority that's invested in us through Jesus Christ, and we can walk out of any battle triumphant. We can listen, whatever. The devil throws your way. Guess what? Guess who wins? We win. We win because Jesus won. The devil cannot. All he can do is put up smoke screens. All he can do is put up smoke screens and put up things to make you waver and make you doubt, make you fear, make unbelief begin to operate. But I want to share with you this morning three strong, life-sustaining truths that I've learned in my years of ministry. I was, in fact, I put this in my book. Uh, I think it was transformed by the desert experience. But uh, th- this is something that God showed me through my ministry and through the years of preaching and teaching and, and ministering. Number one is, hard times do not erase God's promises. Hallelujah. The Word of God is eternal. The Word of God is unchangeable. There's no person, no demon, no power of Satan that can change God's Word concerning us. Hallelujah. That's shouting grounds. Amen. If you want to shout, that's a good time to shout. (laughs) Hallelujah. But hard times don't erase it. You know, the people of God found themselves in terrible straits, uh, but God had promised, "I'll send a deliverer." See, God promised the children of Israel this: "I will send a deliverer." You're not, you're, you're maybe in 400 years of bondage, but I'm sending a deliverer. I want to tell you, whatever the situation is, whatever the devil's encased you in and imprisoned you in, the Lord is saying. Just hang on. The deliverance is coming. Victory is on its way. And when times go hard, of course, it's it's easy to to leap to the conclusion that God's forgotten his promises. (laughs) Remember Joseph when he was put in the prison? And he was down there and God was using him in the prison. In the dungeon, prison. I don't know how they. It was like a dungeon type thing what they were in. And he, God was using them to interpret dreams of the prisoners. And he was, God was using them to minister to them. And then Pharaoh had a dream, and nobody could answer it. And and finally, I, was was it the butler that got out of the baker, or one of them got out? And, and and Joseph said, "You tell Pharaoh, I'm still down here." <laughs> and you know, he 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 did tell him, but after two years. He forgot. How many ever forgot to, tell, to do the good thing that you know to do because you're so excited about getting out? And you forgot. And then Pharaoh couldn't get nobody to, to interpret his dreams. And then he said, oh, wait a minute. There's a man in prison named Joseph. And he interprets dreams. And, and, and he told me to tell you that <laughs> two years ago. Well, Pharaoh knew who Joseph was. He brought him out. Joseph interpreted the dreams. But what I'm saying is, it's easy. It's, it, 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 when times go hard, it's, it's easy to leap to the conclusion that God's forgotten us. Amen? That God's forgotten. God has not forgotten his promise. How you ever received a word from the Lord, a personal word? prophetic personal, you know, I believe in prophetic personal words. If it's the Holy Ghost, I do. It'll bear witness. I've had things spoken to me that I didn't understand at the beginning, but several years down the road, it was the exact thing that God had spoken. And it's happened. But so we need to understand God speaks, God delivers, and God does what he says he's going to do. And God's not left us in the lurch. Amen? And our, we need to bombard our thoughts with. Uh, don't let our mind get bombarded with thoughts of despair, doubt, depression. What's that old song? Gloom, despair, misery, and agony. <laughs> you can tell I listen to that all the time. <laughs> it was funny the first time I heard it. <laughs> if I didn't have no luck. <laughs> Bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. (laughs) But listen, God hasn't forgotten, amen? And uh, uh, you may find yourself in a situation that seems unfair sometimes. Hey, you know what, I I, I have felt that way at times. You know, I've seen people blessed, and it doesn't look like I'm as blessed. I said, God, this ain't fair. I heard him cuss the other day. Now, this ain't fair. (laughs) Or, I I heard him tell a little lie. This isn't fair, Lord. I'm not cussing. I'm not lying. God said, just hang on. God will not leave us, nor forsake us, or leave us in the lurch. Praise God. God is going to be there for us in our situation if we'll just let him. And the book of Exodus shows us that when God says, I promise you something, he never forgets it. And in the book of Exodus, that's where we're getting this information from here. Hard times don't erase God's promises. You know, we may forget. The whole nation might forget. But God cannot forget and God will not forget. God knows our very location right now. He knows your location when you get in the car. (laughs) God, the, the angels of God are, are assigned to us when we walk out that door. We're, they're assigned for us right. If we, could, if we could see through spiritual eyes, we'd see angels right here around us today. That's what the Bible says. They're encamped around about those that love Him and fear Him. The angels of the Lord. Now somebody said, well, I, I'd like to see them is what I'd like to do. Well, sometimes I'd like to see them too. I think they ought to show up sometimes when I, when I want them to, you know. But I tell you what, they show up when they're needed. And they're right there for you, praise God. But I, God says, I promise you, He never forgets it. We may forget, but God doesn't forget. God will not forget. Amen. Look at what the Bible said in Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that He should lie. Neither is He the Son of Man that He should repent. Hath He said, and shall He not do it? Hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? He shall make it good. Can you say praise the Lord? (laughs) Now, the second thing I want to deal with this morning is, number one, the harsh treatment. When I say harsh treatment, Joseph got harsh treatment. Children of Israel were getting harsh treatment. Sometimes we as believers will get harsh treatment. Horse treatment does not escape God's notice. Hallelujah. God has his eye upon us. What did it say in Exodus the third chapter and the seventh through the eighth verse? I have indeed, this is God speaking here, seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I am concerned about their sufferings, so I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians. Hallelujah. Woo! That's shouting ground. You Pentecostals are going to throw that in Pentecostal here in a minute. But look, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. God knows where we are. God knows the battle We're trudging through. God knows the enemy that has encircled us. God knows the epidemic that's in our nation today. God knows all these things. I want to tell you something. What we've got to do is not get in fear, but understand that God has seen where we are. He knows where we are, and He's heard our crying out, and He said, I'm come down I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians. Praise God. Now, if you've ever doubted the heart of God for his own, read these words until the Holy Spirit convinces you differently. Now, what is it? I have surely seen. God has surely seen. He sees. He has surely seen it. Praise the Lord. I've had people throughout the years, you know, uh, come and the devil's, Done this evil things in their life. And and they come and they sit in front of me crying and weeping. And and they said, uh, you know, uh, I I think God's forgotten me. (laughs) Everybody else seems to get the blessing, but it's passing over me. But you know what? God said, I've surely seen. We need to get that branded in our spirit this morning. God sees where we are. He knows where we are. And look what he said. I have given heed to their cry. I've given heed to their... Listen, the cry of the righteous doesn't go unheard by God. God's our Father. You know, I've heard stories of of mothers that maybe lost a child... Uh, in, in, a, in a crowd or something, and uh, of course, there's not too many crowds out right now, but you know <laughs> but back when when the shopping days were real, you know, and, <laughs> and they lost them in a crowd, and they just they said, well, what are you going to do?" They, she said, just, just wait, just be quiet, listen, listen, And she could hear the whimper of her child in all of the hustle and bustle, she could hear the whimper of that child. Why because that 's the mother. She knows. I want to tell you something. God has given heed to our cry today. Praise God. It's not going unnoticed. God hears our heart. And listen, God doesn't hold it against you when you get down in the dumps and feel like you're just going to have to give up. He doesn't hold. He's not pushing you down. He's just wanting to let you know, I have seen and I have given heed to your cry. Hallelujah. And I am aware of what you're going through. He feels the feeling of our infirmities. Do you believe that? That's what the Bible says. He feels the feeling of our infirmities. He knows. He feels. He sees. I want to tell you what, Jesus knew what it was to be forsaken. Jesus knew what it was. For him to hang on the cross, it looked like God turned his back on him. Jesus knew what it was to have the disciples. All of them said, "Oh, Jesus, we love you. We're going to be there to the end." Peter, Lord, I won't let them get you, dear Lord. I won't. To. And Peter ran and hid, and, and he got in the midst of the people, the unbelievers out there, and they said, "You're one of them." And he cursed, he said, "Not me. I'm not one of them." But you know what? God seen it. Jesus just looked at him. <laughs> Because Peter, thou art that rock that I am going to build this church upon. You are that rock. You are you're, you're, you're going to be a strong rock in the family of God, in the church of the living God. And God knew what He was going to do. But Jesus said, "I am aware, and I have come down to deliver." God is in our midst today. God is in the midst of your situation. God is right where you are today. God said, "I've been waiting." Oh. God saying, I'm, "I've been watching this situation." I'm aware of what's happening I've seen my people weeping at night have you ever just went to bed weeping at night for the hurt for the problem for the thing that you're going through you you can't really explain it to people because they don't understand because they're not going through something like that and they don't feel the feeling of your infirmity but see Jesus he feels the feeling of our infirmities because he knows what it is to be forsaken He know what it is to be left alone. He know what it is for people to just say, Lord, I don't know him, and curse and say, I don't know him. He knows all these things. But you see, yet in spite of it all, he knew God. His Father. In fact, he even felt the the sense of being forsaken. He said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But yet when he hung on the cross after he said that, he said, it is finished. Wouldn't it be easy if, if the thing that God called us to do, it would just be so easy that it would just be just like that? You know, well, we could do that. But sometimes the task that God puts in our, in, our, in our path and the thing that he's called us to do, sometimes it's not very easy in the flesh to do. But you see what God says? I'm there. I feel the feeling of your infirmities. Now, now, that word infirmities, it means it could mean sicknesses or, or diseases and that. But infirmities in the original uh, Greek and Hebrew means weaknesses. I feel your weaknesses, your inabilities. I feel what you're going through. I feel what's happening. And so God, God does care. Can you say amen? God's working out the details of your deliverance right now. He's working out every detail of your situation right now. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may not see it, but God's working it out. You may not feel it in your body, but God's already working it out. You may not see it happening in your family, but God's already working on the other side. God is not going to leave us in a lurch. We just have to trust Him. Look at Jeremiah 29, 11. Now, now this particular verse has been taken totally out of context with a lot of people. And they have built a, a feel-good gospel on it, you know. Uh, and, but it, Israel had went into bondage. And remember, they tried to get prophets to prophesy to them so they wouldn't have to stay all those years in bondage. Uh, God told them how long they was going to have to stay. And they didn't want to stay that long, you know. Uh, you know, it, it, Listen. Sometimes it seems like eternity before the answer comes. But God said it, and he, this, is what, this is what he said. You're going to be there 70 years, just like I said. You might as well buy land, get land, plant your gardens, build a house. You know, get, get firmly established where you are, because you're going to be in captivity for 70 years. I'm not, don't get scared. God's not saying you're going to have to go through this thing you're going through for 70 years. <laughs> it may be 80 years. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> but look what Jeremiah, what the Lord said through the prophet Jeremiah. This is God speaking to the people that were fussing because they're going to have to go 70 years. But look what he said. I know the plans I have for you. See, this. God knows what He's planned for us. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God knows the plans He has for you. The thoughts that I think towards you. God knows what He's thinking towards us. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you uh, an uh, expectation. See that? Hope. Hope. You know what it is? Hope. Hope itself is a confident expectation. We have to expect God to do it. Expect God to do it. Expect God to do what he said he was going to do. He's going to do it. I tell you what, I I just don't. I don't look at circumstances, I don't look at situations, I don't look, I, I don't look in the natural realm, because I've learned. Uh, I've, I'm not saying I never did. <laughs> I'd be lying, because. but after 55 years of preaching, I've learned, Sister Francis. I've learned what God's Word says, I've seen God move, and I know that God's not going to leave me in the lurch. God is going to do what He said He would do, praise God. So harsh treatment doesn't <laughs> harsh treatment doesn't, does, do, doesn't do it. Amen? Look at Hebrews 13.5. I want to read this scripture. Then we're going to get into the third thing real quick. God is right there with us, orchestrating every strategic move to lead us to safety. And he's promised never to leave us nor forsake us. Or leave us in a lurch. Look what Hebrews thirteen five says: "I will never leave you or forsake you." Amen. How many you know we got to remind ourselves sometime what God says about us? God has His hand on us. God has His plan designed for us. God has His hand on Faith Assembly Church. God's got His hand on the plans that He's designed for this church. It's His plans. Amen? It's God's church. How many knows it's God's church? And God is going to perform His Word like He promised. He's going to do it. God doesn't lie. God's not man that He lies or the Son of Man that He has to repent. God's Word will be fulfilled with or without us. Amen? I put that in there because sometimes, you know, well, boy, look what I've done. <laughs> no, no, no. God is doing it. It's God that's doing it. Amen? I will never leave you. The third thing I want you to look at real quick. Heavy tests do not eclipse God's concern. See, regardless of the severity of the test that you're going through, it can never overshadow His concern. And, and perhaps this has been, perhaps this has been really difficult for us sometimes. You know, thinking that, God isn't really concerned. The future steps in out before you may seem gloomy or threatening. It may not look like it's going anywhere. You may be crying out. I don't know if any of you have cried out.
1: Where are you, God?
0: Have you ever asked God that? I've asked God that before.
1: Where are you, God?
0: Nothing. <laughs> I thought he'd talk back to me. Where are you, God? But look, He's right there. He's never left. He's never moved His eye off you. His attention has not wandered to other matters. <laughs> he has never ceased caring for you. God cares for you. God cares for every one of us. And He is thinking about you. He's loving you with a passion. God loves us and beyond our comprehension, the love of God's in our hearts. Listen, there's some people that say, how can God love me? I'll just bear just give me what, whatever it takes just to get by in this whole world, you know. No, no, no. God loves you. God loves you. God loves us all. God's no favorites. He doesn't favor anybody. Only thing He favors is those that's got faith in Him, that believe Him, that reach out and let Him do what He's going to do. But He loves us with 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 a passion. Hudson Taylor was a missionary to China many years ago. If you ever get a chance to read his story, Hudson Taylor, it's a tremendous story of a man of God that went to China many years ago before we had all this modern stuff that we have today. And, it, and he made this statement. He wrote it in one of his writings. It doesn't matter how great the pressure is. What really matters is where the pressure lies, whether it comes between you and God or presses you nearer to his heart. I I want to read that again. It doesn't matter how great the pressure is. Pressures are going to be in our lives. What really matters is where the pressure lies. Does it come between you and God or does the pressure Press you into God. Sometimes trials, situations that are hard to the flesh is pressing you towards God. Let God be in the center of it all. Amen? Let God be in the center of it all. Because God's looking for that. It was no accident that you were born in this time that we're in. Brother Kruger, it's no accident you were born for this time. Sometimes we say, "Well, I'd like to have been back there during the uh, one of the great revivals, the Wales revival, or or something." That, you know, all, uh, we, but listen, we're born in the era of time that God's called us to be in. Our purpose is now. Our purpose is today. Praise the Lord. Our purpose is until God says. I've I've, I've got another assignment in heaven for you, you know. But listen, until then, God has placed us here for His purpose. We are in the purpose of the Lord. He's he's looking for a man or woman to yield to His purposes and, and, and seize the day for His glory. In other words, don't let the pressures, don't let the things the devil's throwing your way push you aside. The children of Israel, many of them were getting desperate. They were in bondage. 400 years. 400 years. That's a long time. And some of the people, they did see generations, because many of those people did live a lot longer than what we even live today during those periods of time. And, but for 400 years they were in bondage, but God told them that he was going to come down and deliver them. I see you. I feel it. I know where you are, and God said he's going to do it. And his purpose was determined. Uh, Jeremiah, God told Jeremiah his purpose was determined before he was ever born. <laughs> what did he say? Before I formed you in the womb. Jeremiah 1 and 5. I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet for the nations. I want to tell you something. <laughs> We have loved ones that we think there's just they just have just shut the door on God. But I want to tell you what, every one of us when we were born, we were in the same thing. Before we were born, He knew us. Every one of us. Sometimes we want to wash our hands clean of everybody, you know, and say, well, couldn't help them. You know, they're just stubborn and rebellious, you know. No, listen, God says, I'm not done with them yet. And before they were formed, he said, I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you, and I ordained you as a prophet. I want to tell you something. God has his call in our lives before we ever discover it ourselves. And when we discover it, what an exciting day when we can discover what God said. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I get excited. God's looking. God's looking. For a person to yield to the purposes of God. God will not leave us. Everybody shout it. God will not leave me. God will not forsake me. Because he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. His peace will keep us. Amen. Look what he said in John 14, 17. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give to you, but let not not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Glory to God. My God's peace. I don't know where I got this phrase, but just let God's peace settle like a blanket over your spirit. I heard somebody say that one time, I'm sure. (laughs) But just let God's peace settle like a blanket down over you have I mean, ever had a little baby that just cries and and you just kind of get that blanket, blanket, and just wrap them up in the blanket and just kinda of cuddle them and hold, them. and all of a sudden they just quit crying because they feel the security and the peace. And this is what God wants to do as our Father today. He wants to bring his blanket of love down upon us. And let his peace surround us. And let his peace he said, My peace I leave with you. I give it to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. And let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Listen, there's things that will sustain us during our trials. Hallelujah. God never changes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's love doesn't change. Sometimes our love for people can change. God's love doesn't change. And God wants us to be like him. I may remember the little song, to be like Jesus. All I ask is, listen, we better be careful what we're singing. (laughs) You may have to love the (laughs) unlovely. You may have to do something good for somebody that's doing something bad to you. Why? Because that's God's love. God is moving in our lives. Thank God. Listen, I hope you've been encouraged today. We're not alone. Everybody say, I'm not alone. Just lift your hands and just praise Him for just a moment. Amen. God, I thank You. We praise You. We just give You glory. Thank You, Lord, that Your Word is truth. Oh, we praise You, Jesus. God's peace is, I'll tell you, it's indescribable. I want you to just shut your eyes a moment.
1: Sing it with me if you can. Oh, peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. Sweet over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of
0: love. One more time. Just think to the Lord. Let His peace minister to you. Oh,
1: peace, peace, wonder, Peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in the billows. I was blind, but now I... Could you lift your hand and sing praise God with me? Just praise Him. Oh, praise God. 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 God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God! 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
0: Let's stand this morning. Whatever the devil throws your way, everything that's happening, he sees everything that's taking place. He's aware of every lie. He's aware of every trap. He's aware of everything the devil's got out to ensnare you with. Amen. And his presence is real. Praise God. Father, we just thank you today. Thank you, Lord, for your victory that's ours. And we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Look for us on Facebook Live tonight, 6 (laughs) o'clock.